This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. Hello, it's Paul Wheelock and welcome to the Morning Bulletin podcast where we round up all the big headlines from overnight concerning Liverpool FC. I say morning, but by the time anyone in the UK is listening to this, it will be in the afternoon. Sorry for the delay, but we had a bit of a late night last night and no doubt it will be the same again this evening because Liverpool will be crowned champions of England this evening if Manchester City drop points to Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. The Reds set up that possibility by beating Crystal Palace 4-0 at Anfield last night. It really was the performance of champions. And it was a performance Matt Addison spoke about on the debrief live on our Blood Red YouTube channel, along with Guy Clark and Theo Squires. And I'm delighted to say I'm joined on the line by Matt for this podcast. Hello, Matt. Hi, mate. You're right. Yeah, very good, mate. It was uh, was some some performance, wasn't it, from the Champions Elect last night? Yes, it was absolutely unbelievable, wasn't it? I tweeted this morning actually that you know if if that was the the last performance before Liverpool. determined as, as champions this season and it's, you know it's a, a fairly fitting performance I think it was uh, pretty much per- perfection really from, from Jurgen Klopp's players and yeah possibly the, the best league home performance this season um, yeah absolutely brilliant from, from start to finish and we've known for a long time that they're going to be champions this season and that is the reason why most definitely for me personally my money it was the best Liverpool performance I've seen since uh, Leicester City on Boxing Day but let's not bother about what I've got to say let's have a, a talk about what the managers past and present had to say Roy Hodgson and Jurgen Klopp they obviously spoke about the match uh, after it took place and, and what have they been saying Matt? Yeah I mean as you'd expect uh, a lot of praise and a lot of respect really from uh, Roy Hodgson he, he basically just said that, that Liverpool have been absolutely amazing which is, is very hard to, to disagree with this season but yeah he, he says Liverpool won't lose a game between now and, and the end of the season and you know, I think the, the line that really stands out from, from Hodgson is you know he said even in the, the last few minutes of last night's game Liverpool just kept chasing and, and harrying and pressing and I know Jurgen Klopp was, was massively impressed with that sort of thing but yeah I think you know, it, it just underlines really doesn't it that the attitude that Liverpool's players have the, the reason that they are champions is because they are just so relentless and you know I think Jurgen Klopp said it in his, his pre-match press conference for, for a team to be 23 points ahead of Manchester City a team as good as Manchester City and a team that absolutely wiped the floor with Burnley on Monday night. It just goes to show really how good this Liverpool team are. And yeah, Roy Hodgson just could not really uh, give Liverpool much more praise. And I know we're going to come on to some of the statistics from, from last night's game later in the podcast. But yeah, Liverpool were just absolutely perfect. As I say, it, it really couldn't have been much better. Yeah, you said there are two statistics. The most important one was the fact that Liverpool won and moved within two points of the title. But there were two statistics in particular I think we should report on. You actually did it for the Echoes website last night, as did Ian Doyle. But if you can share it with our listeners now, that'd be great, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the, the first ever home team to prevent an away side from having a single touch in the penalty area since Opta stats began in 2008. That was Liverpool last night. I mean, there's been some talk, I think, from a couple of journalists too, who cover Crystal Palace as to whether Andros Townsend maybe had one touch inside the, the penalty area. But, you know, <laughs> e- even if Opta have, have got a rare stat wrong last night, the fact that there's 
even an argument about that taking place sort of underlines the, the difference between the two sides. And yeah, I mean, there, there's so many stats that you can go through. I mean, Alisson, I think, now leads the clean sheet rates for, for Premier League goalkeepers this season, despite the fact that he's played nine fewer matches than the rest of the, the goalkeepers in that sort of race. Uh, Liverpool 23 points clear, as I say, and they'll win the league if they do so tonight with seven games left. Uh, I think the record previously, I think Manchester United won it with five games to go. Um, so Liverpool again, smashing records all over the place. And, and you mentioned Ian Doyle's piece as well. 28 wins from 31 matches. No team has ever done that in any of Europe's top leagues ever, um, which again, you know, we, we say it so many times, but it just underlines how fantastic Liverpool are. And, you know, Jurgen Klopp said he wanted his players to be the best behind closed doors uh, team ever. Uh, and I, I think he, he certainly got that last night. It was absolutely brilliant. The, the counter-pressing, the front three, the, the sort of way that it all just clicked together. Jordan Henderson leading the press. There was just absolutely you know, zero negatives from that match. And 86 points from, from 93 games absolutely stunning and just you know positives everywhere even away from the statistics you look at Harvey Elliott and Nico Williams coming on I thought Williams in particular just looked so so impressive he, he just slotted straight in uh, you know for, for somebody who was making his Premier League debut he, he just looked like he'd been there forever he looked like he'd been in this Liverpool team every week for the entirety of the season you know when you consider the stats and you consider how good Liverpool are I think that just says so much about the, the quality that he could have and yeah I think we're, we're going to see plenty of him between now and the end of the season but yeah for, for Liverpool for Jurgen Klopp it was a perfect night and it could of course be crowned champions this evening which I think would be certainly fitting given all of those statistics and, and everything that happened last night The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo Now no doubt me you Liverpool fans, football fans all over the world will be watching this Chelsea-Man City match tonight to see if Liverpool are crowned champions. Uh, will Jurgen Klopp, he was asked that after the game, is he also going to be at home in, in form be watching the match? Well, it was a, a typical answer really from Jurgen Klopp. I'm sure that he and the, the Liverpool players will all be watching that game, but he said he, he will be watching it, but not because he thinks that, that City could slip up, but more because he wants to, to scout two upcoming opponents, of course, Manchester City, uh, Liverpool's opponents next week. Uh, I think that the second to last game might be Chelsea or certainly uh, in a few games' time, Liverpool have to, to play them as well. So, yeah, he says that there's no plan for, for the squad to get together or, or anything like that. But look, I'm sure... Liverpool's players will be watching the game. They'll be hoping that, that it gets done tonight. Uh, if it doesn't, of course, it, it will go to the Etihad next week. So, yeah, I think Mohamed Salah, it was said yesterday that, that he won't be watching it because he'll be, be playing with his daughter or, or something like that. But, <laughs> okay, it's, it, it's the classic line. We, we see it every single season when, when this sort of scenario is in place. There's absolutely no doubt about it. Liverpool's players will be watching this match and, and Liverpool fans will be too. And, and why wouldn't you after such a, a great season? It'll be almost a, a let off and, and a relief after 30 years. It is going to get done. We've known that for a while, but yeah, tonight, tonight could be the moment. 
Yeah, really good. My sympathy goes to Mohamed Salah if his kids are also up at 10 o'clock at night. It's uh, one of the consequences of the lockdown, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, we'll certainly be watching the game. And anyone who saw Sissy's destruction of Burnley on Monday that you pay mention to earlier in the podcast, Matt, will will no doubt realise that they could just go to Stamford Bridge and win tonight. And of course, that would mean Liverpool's wait for the title extending to next Thursday when they play City, which funnily enough, will now definitely take place at the Etihad. There were some doubts about that, but as we're actually recording this podcast, uh, there's some breaking news that the match will definitely take place at the Etihad next uh, next Thursday night. But not on that subject. Do you think it'll go that far? That's probably a question first and foremost. And what do you make of Pep's comments at his pre-Chelsea press conference yesterday where he did seem to suggest, Matt, that he, he could be about to give Liverpool a helping hand? Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be an interesting one, isn't it? I think the lineup is is going to determine what happens if you you judge it purely on on what happened on Monday night. You'd think that the city would have a, a very very good chance of, of going to Stamford Bridge and winning. But yeah, judging by Pep's comments, he, he seems to be suggesting that you know City's focus isn't really on tonight's game. It's it's on the FA Cup at, at the weekend, uh, the quarterfinal. I think they play Newcastle um, over the weekend. So he's basically suggesting that. Obviously, the FA Cup is, is a bigger priority for them now. They know they're going to be probably finishing second. They're going to be in the, the Champions League comfortably. Um, and obviously, the, they can't win the, the league title. So it's understandable, I suppose, that, that they will want to rotate and, and make changes. Uh, Sergio Aguero, of course, injured, potentially out for the rest of this season. I think he had an operation yesterday, so certainly he won't be playing. Um, but yeah, it, it could be it could be a very strange lineup, I think, from, from Pep Guardiola judging just you know, purely off off what he said, I think there'll be maybe a, a couple of young players who, who come into the lineup. And I suppose, in terms of Liverpool winning the league tonight, that would be a boost. Um, but yeah, Chelsea plenty plenty to play for. So I'm sure whatever lineup Pep ends up selecting, uh, they'll give it a good go. And for them, it'll be important for for them to pick up the three points because you know they need to to get into the the Champions League. Obviously, big transfer plans. They've already got Timo Werner potentially someone like Kai Havertz and, and players like that coming in, they need, you know, they need to be in, in that top four come the end of the season. So yeah, plenty to, to play for. Um, personally, I think, you know, in an ideal world, Liverpool would win the title by, by playing uh, themselves rather than watching on and, and, you know, letting Chelsea give them a helping hand. But, you know, at the end of the day, whatever lineup Pep picks, I'm sure he'll want to, to win the game once it kicks off and, yeah, whatever happens, happens, whether it's tonight, whether it's next week, all we know for sure is that, that Liverpool will be champions. They will indeed. Now to our last story, which like everything else you've you've heard about on this podcast, podcast I should say so far, can be found on the Liverpool Echoes website. And it's a story that came out last night, but given the match was going on, it, it kind of got overshadowed a little bit. And it concerns Liverpool and the money they spend on agents. Yes, uh, Liverpool, the, the biggest spending club in the Premier League, uh, £30 million spent on agents fees last year, about a million more than, than Manchester City. Uh, Manchester United, I think we're on about 26, 27 million. So, yeah, Liverpool, slightly surprising, really. Um, yeah, much more than, than lots of Premier League clubs, about 10 times the amount that, that the bottom club, Burnley, spent um, on agents fees. Um, and when you consider that Liverpool only signed five players in that period, Takumi Minamino, obviously one of them, Adrian Sepp Vandenberg, uh, Andy Lonergan and, and Harvey Elliott, you wouldn't have thought that the agents' fees, certainly for those players, would have been 
that big. But then, of course, they did have big contracts for, for several players, six or seven of, of their key members of the starting lineup, uh, getting new contracts. Andy Robertson, Mo Salah and Sadio Mane, I think, among them. So, yeah, that's sort of where the, the money has gone. And I suppose it, it just reinforces, really, that even if Liverpool don't spend in the transfer market this summer, um, it, it's not a case of, of them not putting the money in and, and not investing. They've just sort of invested it in different ways and, and more more keeping hold of, of their key players than, than going ahead and, and buying new ones. So, yeah, the, the, the total headline figure for the entirety of, of the Premier League, 263 million, up 3 million on the year before. So, yeah, I suppose it's uh, just a, another reminder, really, of the huge numbers that are involved with, with agents' fees and that sort of thing. It's it's such a, a huge amount, isn't it? It's it's far too much for for basically what what the agent does. I think it's very very extortionate. But look, that's that's modern football, and and for Liverpool, who are at top of the the Premier League, it's it's no surprise really that they are there or thereabouts at, at the top of that list. So yeah, two hundred and sixty three million for the Premier League as a whole. Um, but yeah, Liverpool contributing thirty million pounds of that. So. A fairly substantial amount, but yeah, it's just uh, slightly disappointing, really, to, to to hear that those figures are as big as they are. But I suppose it's just a, a part of the modern game, isn't it? It is indeed. Thank you very much, Matt, and thank you very much for listening wherever you are in the world. We really do appreciate it. We will be back tonight with another podcast, even if Manchester City win at Chelsea. But if they don't and Liverpool are crowned champions for the first time since 1990, we will have a lot of content for you on the Blood Red podcast channel, on the Blood Red YouTube channel, uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, and obviously on the Liverpool Echoes website. So please do keep an eye out for all of that. It could really be a momentous evening for, for Liverpool Football Club. But until then, bye for now. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.